This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Furthermore, the Port Douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the Saltwater Building, Shop 9, 26 to 30 Macrossan Street. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. G'day. On this podcast, we look at quite a number of carnival events and chat with the people who are either starring in it or part of organising it. First up, the Tim Ellis Folk Stories exhibition at the Sugar Wharf. I personally am looking forward to seeing this. Let's talk to artist Tim Ellis himself. He's on the line. Hello, Tim. G'day, how are you? I couldn't be better, mate. You've, you've got this art exhibition at the Sugar Wharf. Can you tell us what it's about? It's quite an exciting opportunity for me to show this exhibition in Port Douglas. Um, I'm an artist uh, living in the, in the Douglas Shire, and uh, this is an exhibition that I've been working on for over two years, um, a selection of paintings and a few videos that um, really depict the life um, and the environment, the people, the characters and the places um, of far north Queensland. Um, it's a great opportunity for me, this exhibition, because I originally showed this exhibition last year, in March last year, at the Northside Contemporary Arts Gallery in Cairns. Um, the schedule, the exhibition ran for a few weeks, but then had to close because of the COVID restrictions when all the galleries closed down. So um, it was cut short in Cairns last year. So this opportunity to bring it to Port Douglas and put it in the Sugar Wharf during Carnival um, was an opportunity to get to pass up. It sounds fantastic. Now, of course, you came to Australia in 2005 from uh, the UK. You worked in the film and television industry there. So how has that helped you, I guess, uh, giving us a picture of our region in this art form? Um, Because I'm used to looking at the world around me through a lens. Um, In the film industry, we created sets um, for filming in um, to replicate um, real life or fiction. Um, So I'm very used to looking at things in front of me, the composition, the colors, and telling a story using those, what I see. So translating um, uh, an image that could be used in a film onto a canvas is is a a way I started working when I began painting when I arrived in Australia. So they're very cinematic in composition and they're very photorealistic, my paintings. Tell us about some of the paintings. Tease us into some of the images. What I've done is I've photographed a lot of regional um, towns and communities that I've visited. So I've found old buildings, old shop fronts, eccentric characters, signage, that sort of thing. And then I've put those together in a composition on a computer to arrange, to make an arrangement. So you're really looking at a, a view of, of a street maybe with a shop front in it with a couple of people walking past, but all done in a heightened reality. Um, the, the rural life is much more relaxed and friendly and safe and timeless as well. Mm. It's at the Sugar Wharf, an ideal location, isn't it? What a space. It's a fantastic space and it's been used by the art community um, of the Douglas Shire for many years um, as an exhibition space going way back to 
to the crop days when it was a, a nautical museum and the artists used to work with Ben Crop and uh, have a little gallery in the Sugarwolf. Just rock up. It's a free event. Um, it's open from 10 till 6 every day um, from the 20th of May through to the 24th. So that's the four or five days over the carnival weekend. Uh, just come along. The gallery's open. I'll be there. Um, have a chat with me. I'll show you around. Fantastic. From 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. Have you got a website that people could check out? I do. I do. It's www.timellis.com.au. I love images, so I'll be along to see that. And shake your hand and say hello. It'll be great to meet you, Paul. Bye, Tim. Okay, thank you. Bye. Tim Ellis there. And now on the line, Lorraine Lawson from Dynamic Running. They're behind the Douglas Dash this year. Lorraine, hi. You well? Yeah, good, thank you. We, um, we're looking forward to our second year for the Douglas Dash, which is going to be on Saturday, the 22nd of May. There's not much to organise for us, but we are going to use that Flagstaff walking trail. So council gives us access to that for the, for the morning. And um, there's, there's, yeah, we'll have someone at the start line that will just um, organise everyone, give them a bib. And then people will either walk or run along the path um, out and back. And, uh, and we take your time when you come across the finish line, give you a medal if you want one. And, yeah, day's over. Who doesn't want a medal? <laughs> That's right. That's and the medal's right. nice and big. Oh, good, a big medal. That's even better. And what colour is the medal? Is it gold? It's not a gold one. I got, actually got bronze medals because they look nicer. Oh, so, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Bronze medals, that means everybody's finished third. Na- yeah, because the winners, <laughs> uh, the first, second and third actually get uh, gold, silver and bronze. All right. And, uh, so everyone else gets the bronze medal, yeah. Okay, so that's as good as finishing third, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> there, there you go. I tell you what, if I ran third, I'd be upset. I'd be saying, well, look, I've got a bronze medal, but so's everybody else. Yeah, but on the back of your medal, it's going to say that you were third. Whereas if you um just one of the competitors and it's just a recreational run, it's yeah. at least got your name on the back. Entries close 12 hours before, so on the 21st of uh, May, that Friday night. Good. What was the germ of the idea to get the Douglas Dash going in the first place? The council actually uh, contacted us and encouraged us to have something to align with the, the carnival. And so we set that up for last year. But of course, with COVID, it was cancelled. But we still went ahead and did our race. And so this year, it came around a second time and we thought, oh, it was so much fun. We're going to do it again. Terrific. And and, and I suppose, uh, you know, for health reasons, you would, what would you say to people who who may be out of condition? Uh, you need to be in reasonable health. No, not really. No? <laughs> the thing, so the you, can, you, can, you can be completely out of shape and be, <laughs> in, and be in the Douglas Dash. That's right. That's right. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit... Dash, I don't think, was the best term for that event. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm just thinking, you know, so so if you're, uh, you know, you're Norm on the couch or you're Bart Simpson, you are welcome. Anyone can come. And like dynamic running, we sort of pride ourselves in looking after everyone. So we really don't care how long you're going to take. Um, you can come and have a walk if that's what you want to do. And uh, we'll just wait for you until mm. you're done. So if somebody comes in at midnight, there'll be somebody standing there with a candle. 
No, not quite because no. we're starting at 7 o'clock in the morning and <laughs> only have 4K to go. I tell you what, if you started at 7am and you came in at midnight, you are pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, you haven't, you, have, you might have missed a turn. <laughs> you, are, you are shite. You are shite. <laughs> Well, it sounds fantastic. Uh, where do people go to make inquiries? Have you got a Facebook? Have you got a website? What's the go? Yeah, so Facebook Dynamic Running is very easy to find. Our, our mascot is a little zebra, so it's quite easy to find that online. And um, you can find the event registration on the, the event page of our Facebook page. And, our, and dynamicrunning.com.au is our, is our website as well. So it's there as well. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Lorraine, thank you for talking with us. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. We'll catch up next time. Okay. Okay. That was Lorraine Lawson from Dynamic Running. Now, I've got in the studio Rock and Rick and Kelly, and, of course, they hang around the Plantation Resort. Oh, Great food, great music all the time. And uh, they are involved with Picnic in the Park. Tell us about what that's about. First of all, Rock and Rick. Paul Smythe, one of our council members, approached me and he says, you know, Rick, we have uh, the park available on this Sunday afternoon. And how would you like to put something together? And I thought, hmm, not a bad idea. Paul and I have worked together before. Um, So I thought about it. I thought, okay, we'll throw a few bands together, see if we can find some local bands. And then I got snapped another idea. I thought, Kelly, Kelly over at the plantation, who her and I work together all the time every Wednesday. I thought maybe she can put together the beverage part of the deal here. Talked to her about it, and she, ka-ching, the light bulb lit, lit up right away with her. I could see it in her eyes, right? So we threw this thing together. So what we got is our uh, local musicians, all from here, Port Douglas area. And um, what we're going to do is put, put, we put them all together, we're going to have uh, one heck of a day on that Sunday afternoon. Well, give them a plug. Who have we got? We got, as our headliner, we got Lady Valiant. Of course, their local band here and very well known. Sea Change, Matthew Sayer, uh, the Note Thieves. Now, we got Stu Sunnyboy Forbes. And, and okay, so we got those guys. We got Mariana Puatu, who's a very talented musician here, and she plays a lot around town, and she's been here for a long time. And, and Yado. Now, Yado's another veteran in town here. He's a man of many songs. Uh, Yado is also one of our resident musicians and plays at the Plantation Resort. Uh, so, look, we've been managing the Plantation Resort uh, for the last five and a half years. And uh, doing a magnificent job, by the way. Thank you, Paul. I think one of the most important uh, things that we're very proud of there is the live music. I guess the difference is, and we're quite proud of it, um, we did actually commence uh, open mic back in December of 2018 with Rick. Paint a picture for us of what will happen if we go to picnic in the park? I think the most uh, thing that we would like to get out there to the community um, is that the plantation picnic in the park really is a family friendly event. Uh, It's picnic in the park because we really are encouraging families to bring along a picnic blanket or perhaps some pool towels, camping chairs, uh, whatever they like, sit with their families and really sit back and enjoy the day. Um, The plantation resort resident chef, Hideki Ishizaki. um, Hello, now I have heard this guy, there's plenty of talk about him and his magnificent Japanese food that's going all around town, how good it is. It's absolutely amazing. Um, So, of course, Hideki will be there uh, cooking up a storm for us. He will be... uh 
putting some Japanese style street food on offer, um, which will be um, certainly to everybody's delight, hopefully. Please bring along the children. Um, it is a free community event, which is really important. Uh, we love Carnival. It's such a great thing for the town. And I guess this is a great way of uh, finalising it and giving something back to the community. Good on you. Thank you, guys, for coming in. And thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Now, Paws and Claws are having their lunch day at Zinc Restaurant. That should be fantastic. And also the Dog's Day Out, which I was a judge at in 2019. I think they want me again. Uh, We had a lot of fun. (coughs) Be quiet. Now, to tell us all about it, Anne Ireland from Paws and Claws. She's on the line. Anne, hello. Yeah, hello, Paul. I hope you are going to be the judge. You were excellent last year. You made it a lot of fun. Well, of course I was. Of course I was. (laughs) No, I accept. I accept. Yes, thank you. That's a relief. Well, let's start with the Dog's Day Out and then we'll talk about the gala luncheon. First of all, Dog's Day Out. What do we expect this year? Uh, Same as last year, heaps and heaps of dogs. Yeah, uh, it took by surprise last year. We hadn't. It was our first time of um, doing the dog stay out, and um, so we didn't know what to expect. And we got way more dogs, so much so that we've actually moved to a bigger venue, if you like, so that there's a bit more space for dogs and kids to run around and have a play when they're not on show. Uh, so this year, um, we've moved to Jalungu uh, Park, which is behind the surf club. Uh, on the corner of Mowbray and Garrick Street. We were in the community centre. We've now moved to this beautiful little park down by the beach, um, just behind the surf club, from 10 o'clock till uh, roughly 1, and we go a little bit longer depending on, you know, how good it's all going. And you've got uh, lots of categories, haven't you? It's sort of from little dogs to big dogs and everything in between. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a fun day. It's not a dog show per se. It, we've got a prize for the cutest dog, for the naughtiest dog, the one with the waggiest tail, the owner and dog lookalike, and uh, there, there's, there's about eight categories. And then, of course, there's um, Douglas's top dog at the end, the, the overall. And, and that top dog could not have won anything of the other prizes. It could be just that it's, it's special because they're all special. The other thing is it's free. So, you know, just come along. It's free. We want to put something back into the community because the community has supported us for the four years that it's taken for us to find a premises and go over all the legal hassles. And they supported us and we want to put something back. So the, the dog out is free. Um, so, yes, you just come along to the park um, by 10 o'clock in the morning and, um, and we, we take it from there. What about our gala luncheon? Tell us about that. How do people get involved with that? Well, that, that's on uh, the Sunday afternoon of the 16th of May. So that's at the beginning of um, the carnival week, whereas the dogs are at the end of the carnival week. Um, so the, it's Sunday the 16th of May at Zinc, um, that lovely restaurant, bottom of Macrossan Street, Zinc. Um, and the, it's, uh, you get a glass of bubbles when you arrive, a three-course lunch, um, there will be entertainment um, from uh, a group called the Star Grace who are, are friends of Jennifer Kerr, but they're coming up from Melbourne and they are donating their time and their talent to Paws and Claws for this fundraising event. So we thank them for that. Entertainers from the Spiegel Tent will be coming across to think throughout the day, which is the lunch goes from 12 to 4. 
It sounds fantastic, and Zinc, uh, yeah. you know, they've given so much for this, so I just want to give them a special mention. Zinc have yeah. been absolutely amazing, according to the Mayor. Okay, yeah. so uh, book for that, and Marion and I... Yeah. Marion and I yeah. already have our table selected, so we're in there. We're going to enjoy the day. But your uh, final word would be get to the dog's day out and get to the gala luncheon. Yes, and the tickets for the gala luncheon are, um, if you go to our website, forzanclaws.org.au, um, you can book your ticket there. It's $99 a ticket for what will be a full afternoon. And, yeah, and a big thank you to Zinc for putting this on and... Um, going that extra mile for us. Fantastic. Thanks for talking with us, Anne. I enjoyed it. I look forward to seeing you on the 22nd. Oh, you betcha. See you then. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Paul. Anne Island from Paws and Claws. Well, we'll talk to the Mayor, Michael Kerr, soon. He has some information about a council and vet in town initiative where you can have your dog microchipped at the dog's day out. Meanwhile, at the Spiegel tent, um, well, entertainment galore. And they'll come to town early, as they usually do. And their headline act this year is Popcorn Underground. And the man who was going to be exposing everyone to a bit of, well, shall we say naughtiness, actually quite a bit of it, I'm told, is entertainer Reuben Kay. And he's on the line. How are you, Reuben? I'm doing okay. I'm here in chilly Melbourne and cannot wait to get up north. <laughs> Having a coffee, are we? And, and I'm having an existential crisis over an almond milk latte. What could be more Melbourne than that? Well, let, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, I'm an almond flat white. Oh, I knew I could tell it in your voice. I the, could tell you part of the family. <laughs> there you go. Love the almond milk. Now, tell us about Popcorn Underground. Now, the, the blurb here says it's obscenely intelligent, beautifully filthy and rib-crackingly funny. That's a big build-up. It's a big build-up, but you know what? I love a big build-up, and I love a big payoff. And I can tell you now, rehearsals for this show have been manic. They have been messy. They have been fun. There is, I, don't, I, hope, the, I hope that your audiences aren't prudish. There is a lot of skin in this show. Uh, a lot of it is also mine, so get your air sickness bags ready because you're not ready for this vanilla mudslide of a body. Oh, we gee. Have, we have honestly amassed some of the sexiest cast members I think I've ever seen, but also insanely talented. There are people doing on this stage things that I haven't seen in a decade-long career that's featured mainly in Berlin, and that's a lot. <laughs> to work in Berlin and host clubs in Berlin. Oh, my I've goodness. Seen, I've, seen my, I've seen my fair share of things disappearing into certain other things, and let me tell you, this show <laughs> matches it. Matches it inch for inch, dare I say. Oh, it's fast, okay. It's fast, it's loose, it is messy, it is funny. Uh, the audience is guaranteed the night of their life. The cast we've amassed from Queen Kong, I'll just say the names of some of these. Queen Kong, Tara Boom, Captain Ruin. You're going to get a show. You're going to get a full <laughs> show. It's a live band with me and my band, Ruben K and the K-Holes. If you don't know what a K-Hole is, Google it, but don't press image search. Uh, the one bit of advice I could say is leave your kids and your inhibitions at home. <laughs> I think we're pretty broad-minded up this way. Uh, now, listen, I, I've just seen this quote. I've seen this quote from the Times in London, and it really concerns me, and it's a little scary. It says, Reuben Kay is the evil love child of Liza Minnelli and Jim Carrey. Now, that is a worry. 
I don't see why that's a worry. That sounds like a glorious <laughs> pairing. No, it sounds absolutely fabulous. And and the whole thing, I mean, the Spiegel tent in itself is is kind of the space where it, this fits perfectly, doesn't it? The Spiegel tent is a magical place. The Spiegel tent is an iconic cornerstone of this sort of touring entertainment and of cabaret and circus. It's a travelling world that isn't just a tent, it's a portal for audiences to go through and leave everything outside. We've had a rough we've had a rough year this country, this world. You know, twenty twenty was bumpier than driving a tractor through a toddler's birthday party. Right. So we need to release and relax and just have a good time and a good laugh. And that's what we're doing. Ruben, thanks for talking with us. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. I hope to see you at the Popcorn Underground too, mate. Okay. Enjoy your coffee, your almond. <laughs> My almond latte. Thank you. Reuben Kay there. Sounds like a great show, but not one for the prudes, I would suggest. Now, singer Tex Perkins was to be one of the headline acts last year at Carnival, but of course COVID hit, and no Tex. He was absent, but he's on his way this year, and he joins us now. Tex Perkins, hello. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Mate, I'm very good, and I'm glad to know that you're okay as well. We were so disappointed not to get you, but this year it's a goer. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, well, yeah, last year was a bit of a write-off for, for many things, but uh, but yeah, we're, we're we're picking up the threads of where we left off. And um, yes, I'm very happy to be as as we speak. All uh, it's all green lights coming up to Port Douglas. Now you've you've been with so many bands. You've you've crossed over so many different genres in your career. You got the Cruel Sea, Beast Suburban, and so many other uh, groups and bands. And you've never been afraid. You've never shied away from trying something new. Country music. Um, some people do shy away from that, but you haven't, particularly with your Johnny Cash show. And it's a wonderful show. And I'm saying wonderful because I saw your Cash show in Adelaide at Her Majesty's. You nailed it. You nailed it in every way. And I was very sad when the concert finished. It's a marvellous show. <laughs> yes, well, every, all good things must come to an end, Paul. Even even the Man in Black show. But, um, but thank you very much for your kind words. But um, I'm a music fan. I'm a music obsessive. I... I um, I like all you know all sorts of different music, and I like to um, actually play all sorts of different styles of music as well as uh, listen to them. So um, yeah, it's it's an endlessly fascinating um, thing uh, to me, and um, I feel very fortunate to, for that, that to be my job in life. Well, you're blessed with a magnificent voice, and that voice can can do country, it can do rock, it can do blues, it can do just about anything. What's the the next challenge for Tex Perkins? Tell you the truth, Paul, I don't know. I've got this album, this single in this album that um, I would have thought I would have had out a year and a half ago. But um, but when you these days when you're releasing new material, um, if you can't get out and play it, as far as new material, that's especially if you're releasing new music, if you can't get out and play it, there's kind of you may as well sort of wait until you can get out there and play. So that's what we've done. So as I said, I'm kind of 18 months behind my usual schedule and I'd, I'd probably be on to something new by now but um but yeah this this new material has been in the barrel for 18 months ready to be shot out and and it's finally we're finally taking aim tell us about your new single well um it's it's a cover of a very old alan Toussaint song 
that I heard Lee Dorsey do, um, and it's called Everything I Do Is Going to Be Funky From Now On. I love it. I love it. It's a cover version of a, 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 an old song, but it, um, I guess it, um, even though the uh, the album they're about to put out is all original material, I guess we wanted to um, make this uh, a separate release, and uh, because it's a cover, I guess, but it it is also um, indicative of of our original material as well. And um, we've been playing this song live for a couple of years, and it always uh, goes over well. So. Thought it might be a good single. Well, we wish you luck with that one, and we'll hear a little bit of that now. Everything I do gonna be funky from now on. Yeah, everything I do gonna be funky from now on. I got to be myself and do my thing a little. Tex Perkins, when you come up here to Port Douglas, tell us what you'll be doing. Tell us, uh, if, if, you know, give us a little glimpse of what your show's going to be about here at Carnival. Well, I'm bringing the incredibly talented Matt Walker, who was a good friend of mine and I've been working with for, very closely for the last few years. I didn't, I couldn't get, couldn't get him out of Melbourne all, all of last year for obvious reasons. But, um, but no, we have a, a really wonderful duo that. Um, I pretty much can, um, I mean, we have, as I said, we have new songs and new material that we've written together, but we can also pretty much go anywhere in my back catalogue and explore that. So um, it's a very varied show that we do as a duo. We can go almost anywhere. Well, Tex Perkins, you are a great talent as well. I've been a fan of yours for many years. But, uh, you know, as I said, myself and so many people up here in the Douglas Shire and Port Douglas, Mossman, Daintree, we're all looking forward to you last year. And we all went, oh, no, he's not coming. But this year we will see the magnificent Tex Perkins. Does that make your head get a little bigger? <laughs> it's humbling, thanks. Thank you, Paul. It's, it's, no, we're, we're really, we're re- really going to – we'll bring it. We'll, we're, happy, we're very happy to be coming up and um, pretty sure you'll be happy with what we – I'll be present. I'm really looking forward to it, Paul. See you, mate. See you, mate. Tex Perkins. Can't wait for his show with Matt Walker. Now, I've always been a fan of professional wrestling, so I, for one, will not be missing Carnival Carnage, wrestling, pro wrestling at the Oaks Resort. And on the line from Pro Power Wrestling is Dean McLaughlin. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. How are you going? Good, mate. How do you feel getting out and Carnival starting, mate? Oh, I'm excited for it all, mate. I am going to be there and I'm going to be rocking the house down. <laughs> I love wrestling. It's one of my absolute favourites. Uh, I like boxing and I like wrestling. And I come from an era uh, from the Jurassic period when we had names like Mario Milano, Brute Bernard. We had Killer Carl Cox. None of these names you'd even recognise, but I know baby boomers would. Okay, so all those names you just said, I do know of them. I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. Um, Good. Australia was Australia was one of the uh, hotspots for wrestling back in the 50s. So that there is a, a huge following for wrestling here in Australia, um, along with the 80s and 90s, 2000s, all those golden eras, all those awesome times of wrestling. Um, these days, you got your uh, you got your WWE, but then you got people like us. 
uh, Pro Wrestling Power in Queensland here, um, up in Cairns. Um, we are Cairns' premier wrestling organisation, and we are coming to Port Douglas to show you guys all about it. Well, tell us about who's going to be competing, who's going to be jumping off the ropes and uh, doing, you know, all of the stuff that we love about wrestling. Okay, so at uh, Port Douglas um, Carnival Carnage, we have our local roster of wrestlers. Um, we're going to have people like uh, Bulldog Bailey. He's a little pocket rocket. He jumps off the top ropes, does all the flippy stuff. He's really energetic and, and enthusiastic about everything he does. Uh, we've got our pro wrestling power champion, E10. Now, he's crowd favorite. He gets in there and he, he lets you know that he's the boss, but he can he gets the job done, but he's nice about it. Uh, you've got some, some of the badder guys there. You've got uh, Chaos. He's not a nice bloke. He's, he's rough and tough. He's a baddie. He's a baddie, yeah, that's the way you say it. Um, and we've got <laughs> we've got our tag team champions, Dan the End and Mad Mick. Now, those boys, they don't mess around. There's a reason why they're the tag team champions. <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, I wouldn't like to deal with Mad Mick. He doesn't sound like he's a bloke you'd, you'd want to get annoyed no, he's, he's a bit of a nasty one, that Mad Mick. He, um, yeah, if you get on the wrong side of him, he'll let you know about it. But you'll be you'll be able to see all that once you come along to uh, Pro Wrestling Power Carnival Carnage. All the action of pro wrestling, live, loud, in charge, and in your face. <laughs> if you've never been to a live wrestling show before, this is your opportunity. We've never been up to Port Douglas before, so it's our first time to show show the locals and show everybody that's going to be at Carnival what we're all about. So you come along. You have a good time, have a couple of brewskis, and uh, you enjoy the show. Okay, how do people get tickets? You can find us on Facebook at uh, Pro Wrestling Power, or you can go to prowrestlingpower.com, and you can find tickets there. If you see one of our posters um, around town in, in Port Douglas or in, up in Mossman, uh, there's a little QR code on that. You can scan that one, and it'll take you to our ticket link. Or you can buy tickets at the door. We will be at the Oaks Resort in Port Douglas on the 15th of May. Fantastic. Well done, mate. Look forward to seeing you. Dean McLaughlin, thank you. Thank you. Get along. It's Look, it is great entertainment. You can boo, you can hiss. Uh, it's a very interactive show and, and pro wrestling. It is, it is a lot of fun. Now, let's talk to our Mayor Michael Kerr. He joins us from his home in Port. Michael, just before we get into Carnival in general with you, Dogs Day out this year now. I believe there's a little addition. Uh, it's a council and vet in town initiative where you can have your dog microchipped. Absolutely. As you'd know, we've got the new vets in town, um, the Port Douglas vets, and the guys there are working with council and they're going to have a stall at the Dogs Day Out and they're going to offer microchipping. So if your dog's not microchipped, now's the perfect time to come down, see the guys there at the uh, stall for the Dogs Day Out and get your animal microchipped. Michael, this is a very special year, isn't it, 2021? Because we didn't have Carnival last year and it gives everybody now an opportunity to get out, get some entertainment, some fresh air and enjoy some of these uh, great attractions. You know, I think it's even more important this year because of the the mental stress that people have gone through in the last 12 months with COVID. You know, being able to go out and socialise and enjoy each other's company. And, you know, I've seen already at the Clink Theatre when people um, come out, they're, they're even enjoying that time more than what they used to because you know, now they've realised and they've, they've seen what it's like when you can't do it. So Carnival this year, having the street parade back, having the events down at the Spiegel tent, um, they're all things that, you know, people, I hope, will come down and really, you know, make more of an effort for it because it's, we've seen now what happens when we don't have it. 
you know, so it's, it's so important they come down and support these events and ensure that we always will have them in the future. We've looked at so many things in this podcast that is happening with Carnival. We, we haven't covered everything. We just don't have the time to do that. But it's going to be a monster of a year. It is, you know, between, you know, something for everyone, the olders and the youngies. We've got Spider Bait, of course, in the park on the Saturday night. Spiegel Tent, we've got the cabaret shows. You know, they're always quite risque in a lot of ways and very enjoyable. So there's something there. There's the magicians. There's um, the street parade, of course, as we said, Dogs Day Out. We've got the Paws and Claws Gala Lunch. You know, there's so many events and there's something there for everyone. So there's there's no reason for people to say, I didn't go to anything, because I'm, I'm absolutely sure there's something there for everyone. I have to say, Michael Kerr, it's been a big effort by council and and your staff and, and Paul Smith out there as well, and well done on that. Well, I certainly hope so. We're trying our best. You know, they have, these have been difficult circumstances over the last 12 months. Um, it's It's been hard. Um, but, you know, I think with the community behind us and the old do it in Douglas, as we keep saying, um, you know, I think we're doing quite well. And, you know, I know, a lot of people come up to me and say that they feel like, you know, that there's a different vibe. The streets look nice. There's, there's things happening around town. And, you know, whether that's council or COVID, you know, that's created these things, I don't care. I don't want to take ownership on these things. I just want to make sure that they're happening. You know, I'm so happy to see, you know, that people are enjoying what council's doing, you know, and that we're heading in the right direction as far as what they're wanting with their rate payer money. Mayor Michael Kerr, thank you so much and good luck with Carnival. Thank you very much and don't forget, do it in Douglas. He always gets that in. I know, you've got to. It's great. Michael Kerr there. Well, Carnival. We couldn't talk to everybody, but we gave you a decent slice of it, I think. Carnival, as the Mayor says, get involved this year and support this wonderful event and its many attractions.